Good afternoon, and welcome to the Voice of Wisdom. With over 60 years of experience as an investment banker, entrepreneur, investment analyst, economist, and venture capitalist, Morty Davis is Wall Street and capitalism personified. The over 400 companies for which he has raised more than $3 billion over the years have created a countless number of jobs and exciting new products. Through the Voice of Wisdom, Mr. Davis explores, analyzes, and debates the most topical political, economic, and social issues facing our world today. Joining Mr. Davis today for a discussion on business and social values is Brett Kingstone. Mr. Kingstone is a high-tech entrepreneur, award-winning real estate developer, inventor, author, and generous philanthropist. And now, Mr. Davis and Mr. Kingstone. Welcome back. It's great to be with you again. It must be 6.30 on Wednesday, uh, so I enjoy you, my precious listeners. You're great. You keep on sending me wisdom that I never enjoyed before and never contemplated or considered, even though I may agree with, disagree. I may, even though I may agree, even though I may disagree with some of the things you send me, they're well thought out, and I appreciate all your insights and all your questions. Keep, keep on sending me uh, whatever you have on your mind. I really uh, do gain a lot from uh, my audience. And it, it, you're the true voice of, voices of wisdom. Anyway, I'm delighted to have Brett Kingston back on. He's, he was on uh, a week ago, and he was terrific. I got such great feedback on how, how exciting he made the program because he's strongly opinionated. And even though we disagree a lot, he was a young man. He was really young. He was a kid walked into my office years ago and he had a business plan. And I was reluctant to, to do uh, financing for somebody that young and with no, no worldly experience. But he impressed me so much that I funded him, and uh, he, I took him public. I did an IPO for him. That's an, an initial uh, IPO, initial public offering, and um, he's he's uh, validated my my confidence in him because he he built a a great company, and he's he's a fabulous guy. He's done amazing things in real estate and in technology. A super guy, but let me show you how special he is. Even though I, he and I fight a lot and disagree a lot, I'll read you a, a note that he sent me during the week. Can you put up the the note so I can read it to the audience? <clears throat> Here's the, he wrote this to the Treasury Department in the 2019, April 11, 2019, to the United States Treasury Department Internal Revenue Service. Attached, please find my check in the amount of one million four hundred ninety-four thousand dollars and a hundred fifteen thousand dollars. It is an honor to give back to a country that accepted my grandparents and great-grandparents as immigrants from Russia and Romania, and gave them their freedom to protect to practice their religion, and generations later allowed me to start my own business and engaged in free enterprise, an American free enterprise. 
This freedom did not come cheap. Many had to pay much higher prices and blood on the battlefield defending our freedom. I sincerely hope a good portion of this goes to this check that I'm submitting goes to taking care of our veterans who are truly deserving of our admiration and support. They're the true heroes of our country. I know this is, uh, this is something he's read, a continuation of what he's written to the IRS and the Treasury Department. I know you probably get more complaints than praise when it comes to people paying their taxes. So please accept in this letter and check with my personal thanks for your efforts in assuring that our country is able to operate. Although I worked very hard to get to this point, I most humbly and gratefully realize that I owe so much more than I can ever give back to this great nation. God bless America, Brett Kingston. I think that's beautiful, and even though I often disagree with Brett vehemently, I love him enormously because he's a real mensch and he's a, he's a class act, he's a class guy. So without further ado, well, it, it has a lot to do with today's program, that letter, because the discussion, if you, if you got the notice, is I want to explore the, the way I sent it to you. In a country built on personal initiatives and freedom, both citizens and government are routinely faced with, let me get my glasses on so I can be sure I get this right. Both citizens and government are routinely, routinely faced with balancing individual needs with the needs of the great society. If we think of our country and indeed entire planet as one large family, how can our own behavior and those of our businesses and government maximize the well-being and happiness of this giant extended family? And it goes on to say, what responsibilities, if any, do individuals have beyond attending to their own needs? Do they have responsibility to country and community? Is paying taxes such a responsibility? That's why I read that letter from Brett. Clearly, he, under, he assumes that responsibility, and he's appreciative of what this country is, and he's, I, I, I say he's happy to pay his taxes, I'm sure he's not that happy, but he happily pays them because he knows that it helps to bring the family closer and, and hopefully the country and the government uses it to improve the lives of all our people, just as one does for one's own family, not even reluctantly, but um, generously, selflessly to give to his kids and his wife and and all his loved ones. A society of fourth constituency. Do businesses have a responsibility on social issues or should they only focus on maximizing profits and leave social policy up to individuals 
and governments. You may remember I quoted um, uh, the great, one of the greatest economists of the United States has ever produced, a Nobel Prize winner uh, from the Chicago from Chicago University. What was his name? Uh, Milton, Milton Friedman. Milton, Milton Friedman. Milton Friedman. I studied under Morty at Stanford. He was my one of my professors. I thought he was at Chicago. Uh, Chicago. No, he, he later moved to the Hoover Institution at Stanford, and he oh. was there for several years. Yeah. He was very brilliant. Uh, the only thing, uh, in retrospect, I take issue with him on, as he said, companies, the only obligation of companies and the management of companies is to maximize the profits and the uh, and the dividends of their of the shareholders, and I think a company has broader obligation than that to the community, to the country, to the fellow members of our society. So, this is the the basis of today's discussion, and we it goes on. If you read the what I sent you in anticipation of this program uh, and preparedness for this program. Uh, that's the basis on, on what I'm going to discuss with uh, Brett, discuss or, or debate. Argue. Or argue. <laughs> or argue. Or have a confrontation or, or throw, a, throw a bomb his way or whatever. So may I interject, Morty, for one second? Please. May I interject? Okay. I agree with Milton Friedman completely. I studied under him, and as you know, my first book that I wrote while I was at Stanford, The Student Entrepreneur's Guide, Professor Friedman, Nobel Prize winner in economics, he wrote the introduction. So I could tell you that a great example of why it's true that corporations should stay focused on maximizing returns to shareholders is the idiocracy that we've just seen with Anheuser-Busch promoting LGBTQ rights and putting Dylan Mulvaney on a beer can and basically insulting the vast majority of their customers, calling them frat preppies, uh, uh, rednecks, and otherwise. You know, probably a good 50 to 75% of the people who buy Bud Light are people who work on ranches, farms, working class people, and yes, you got the frat kids. It's not a smart idea to go out and insult 50 to 75% of your clientele. What resulted is they lost about $6.5 billion worth of market share and 25% of their worldwide sales because they alienated the vast majority of their clients in order to placate a small very small minority, maybe less than one-tenth of one percent of the public. If people want to make donations, they can write their own personal checks like you and I have done for years, Morty. But corporations, if you have other people's money invest in your company like you did when you took my company, Public Supervision, my obligation is not to spend their money on LGBT rights or any other things. My obligation is to make money to give them a return on their investment. If they want to take their profits, and later make donations to whatever they want, they're free to do it. But I could also tell you Target in, engaged in doing transvestite children's wear in the front sections of their aisles. You know, the average mother, particularly Christian and religious Orthodox Jewish 
mothers don't want to see transvestite clothing for their kids. Don't want that message being shoved down yeah, their gay, gay clothing. clothing gay clothing. Gray, yeah. gray, rainbow, rainbow shirts. If somebody wants to be gay. Right. They're free to do this in this God bless this free country. But you don't shove it down the throats of children who are too early in their lives to understand or comprehend this kind of thing. This is not some. This is something should be discussed at home when the children are older and adults, not shoved down their throats when they're three, four, and five in grade school. And guess what? Target lost billions of dollars of market share and a tremendous percentage. I will never shop there again. I know my friends will never shop there again. Um, certainly, I haven't been to Disney since Bob Chapek uh, made this epic statement for LGBTQ rights showing transvestites in kids' uh, 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 cartoons and and movies, um, I'm not going to spend any more money at Disney again. I'm not going to take my daughter there, who's two years old, uh, later on in life. I, it's just the wrong message. So what have they accomplished by this? They have lost their shareholders' money. They have lost the trust of their customers. So I agree with Milton Friedman. Morty, you're one of the best philanthropists I ever made in my life. met in my life. I've seen you make donations to every cause, both for the United States, for Israel, and other uh, important causes, but you've done that yourself personally. Um, you didn't make that uh, a mission for your company to educate people on a specific ideology, and I don't think companies like Anheuser Busch, Target, who've done that, have fared very well. In fact, they failed. So thank you for letting me interject. That's you can yell at me, Morty. You make a good point. And because Anheuser-Busch and Target and others have made this uh, wrong move, it, it clearly was a wrong move. It, it, I don't know if it enhanced their reputation, except for with a very small group. Maybe it's a little more than one tenth of one percent. Maybe it's one percent, but it's very, you know. And the fact that they care, they can make a donation without making a big deal out of it where it's, it's, it's featured as one of their major advertisements. So you're right, but that doesn't mean that they should be greedy and just get the most money to their shareholders who may, who may be totally greedy, who may give no charity. No, no. We're, we're a family. We're a family. We depend on each other. And if one, one segment of society goes way off, then, then the ones who have the most vested interest are the, the ones who have shares in, in this country, shareholders, because they, they're the wealthiest part of the community. And if the company go, a country goes under, if there's a rebellion, if there's a resentment, like there was in the French Revolution, you know, mm -hmm. what's the name? Uh, what was the, the name of... Uh, when when they tell their, uh, uh, you know, the the people uh, can't have bread. Uh, yeah, let them eat cake. They Marie, said uh, Marie Antoinette. Marie Antoinette said, "Let them eat cake," and yeah, they chopped off eat, her head. Let let exactly. them let them eat cake. So that that yeah. caused the revolution. Uh, you know, if you're greedy and you're just for yourself, it's the it's the least rewarding thing. Believe me. Because, as I said, I'm being honored tomorrow night by this organization for the third time. I said I don't want to be honored anymore. Because one time I was honored years ago 
and I came to the event and where they had the place cards for the men's seat, seating, there was a big envelope. And I opened the envelope and one of my best clients or one of my best friends wrote me, Marty, God damn it, stop being on it any, uh, anymore. He can't afford it. I'm going I took them seriously, uh, you know. And then when yeah. they came to honor me again, I said, I can't, I, I, yeah, I'd love to help you. I'd love. They said, no, we just want to put your name on the, on the letterhead, on the, on the head of it. people uh, show up, Marty, when they use your name. They know you, what, you tracked a big crowd, that's what, man. That's what they said, <laughs> but they promised they wouldn't call my people. So the next week I see they put out a brochure and then my name is on the top. Yeah. And then, and uh, a few days after that, they're calling my executive assistant, my secretary. Uh, give me the names of this one, of that one, of and they called. You know, so yeah. it's it's hopeless. They, they, they work your Rolodex, Morty. You know, they know they know you. You they mention your name. People uh, get their arms twisted. Well, like that. that's like that famous story about two Jews are stuck on an island, and, uh -huh. and one guy's so aggravated and. They, if it's no no ship has come, no they'll never find us. Right. And the other guy's relaxed. He says, How could you be so relaxed? We're gonna die on this island. He says, I'm not worried. I get I pledged a donation to the United Jewish Federation and they find us. They'll make sure they find me, right? So I like that more. They'll find us. Right. He hasn't he has signed the check yet. He just gave the pledge. They'll, they'll, they'll track him down. They'll be more relentless than the Mossad if it was a seven-figure check. Trust me. Yeah. But part of what I was saying was yeah. there's nothing that gives me more satisfaction. And I fund a lot of companies that create a lot of jobs, and that gave me a lot of satisfaction. And I found satisfaction, and I funded people like you that I get so much nachos and joy from seeing the progress that you made and the number of jobs that you created and the life you created for your own family and yourself. So all of that gives me a great amount of joy. You get more joy from doing for others than for just doing for yourself. You know, you, you buy yourself. Amen. The Wolfman guys buy another yacht, they buy another. I never bought a yacht. I could have afforded all my friends. I never bought a private plane. I, I still live in the same house that I bought many years ago because that's not my value. I get more joy seeing what my donations have, have done for people, including political donations. I was at your house at a couple of fundraisers, if you remember. Well, yeah. You had the former Secretary of State there in your living room making a speech. Yeah. And the, and the UN ambassador. And the UN ambassador as well. Yeah. I've had, I've had a lot of great people. For money, they, for money, they all come. Follow, just follow them. Follow, follow the money. Contribute. Drag a dollar through the Congress, you never know who will turn up. Huh? <laughs> Good. But anyway, so the question is, should we operate as individuals and, and just worry our own small group, our own family, or should we consider the whole, uh, the whole planet even 
as as, as our total, total family and see if we can improve. Where the wealthy, I'll give you an in, interesting statistic. Okay. Where the okay. wealthiest country in the world by far, and they do it. Until China takes us over, if we keep having our country run into the right. ground and our debt. Inflated. We've, been, we've, we've been, got to stop this dead, Morty. We've, we've got to stop been, this We've dead. been. I'll get into that later. Please, I don't please. want to get into. To, um, I need maybe. I need maybe. Go ahead. We're the wealthiest country in the world. We should be the happiest. Clearly, right? We could. We, we should give, be. We we give the most to even the the least of us in this country lives a good life. You know, they get food stamps. They they can go to the grocery store, or the supermarket. I get the choice of food that no king in the history ever had up to 200 years ago. They can get Haagen-Dazs ice cream and, and mm -hmm. steaks and, you know. Yeah, I don't think Haagen-Dazs was around 200 years ago. You're right, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Neither was Domino's yeah. Pizza, bro. He always, he always catches me. <laughs> Good. Even Good. though Even though I was around 200 years ago, but you're right. <laughs> I should Morty, you'll be around for another hundred years. I should remember there was no Haagen-Dazs then. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying they get a, a choice of so many things, you know. Uh, so we should be the happiest in, in the world. And, and, and the rankings of the countries that are happiest, we're number 16 in the world. I would say we're even lower than that. I think nowadays people are so divided, so angry, and so politicized. We've lost, we've lost our happiness back here, Morty. I agree with you. I'm giving you the, the statistics for two years ago. It's not up to the minute. So I don't know. If higher, I don't know if we're higher or lower. The, the happiest nations in the world, interestingly, are the... Um, Scandinavia, Scandinavia, Denmark, Denmark yeah. Sweden, Norway, Finland, all of those countries, even Israel, Israel's number 10. That Israel mm -hmm. should be higher than the United States when they're always under threat from, right, from, right. from people all around them. From yeah, America. but the problem where the Jews like to complain all the time. You know that. That's, how can yeah. Israel be the happiest country? Right. so many Jews in that country. Right. The, more, the, more they suffer, yeah, the more they suffer, the happier they are. So, so, so why is that? We have more suicides than, than many countries that are, that are way poorer than us. We have more drug usage, more depression, I, I, more, right, kid, right. more kids with, with problems. Suicide, suicide. So, yeah, so more guns and more, and more killings, uh, slaughter. What do you, think that, that, what do you what think that is, Morty? What do you think this is such a problem in the U.S.? Tell me your thoughts. You know, they said, show me the money, how it's spent, and I'll show you the values of a country. And we spend our money on the wrong things. We spend I agree with that. You don't agree with that because you, you're very much in favor of this enormous amount that we spend on defense spending. On the military? Yes, I do agree. Because if we don't have our freedom, Morty, we don't have anything. We, we don't have freedom because we don't have Russia. You're not following the facts. You Please, know, Reagan said, you know, if we have a 
strong military is this strong nobody will will never have to go to war will you know it'll be a, a, a defense it'll avoid where the most we've been since the end of the second world war the most belligerent country in the world we've been in more wars than any other country we've had more of our own soldiers killed by others and we killed more of others than anybody else any other country in the world so instead of sending it spending it on the fence of uh, which it's called the fence it's it's offense and it's it, it it makes us more confident that we can handle anything so we enter wars faster that it's had the reverse impact and and the thing that's going to kill us we don't we don't spend that for that we got to go around with a collection box to c collect money for cancer for heart disease for parkinsons for alzheimer's that's the thing that's going to kill every member of Congress, every member of the, every ch one of their children and grandchildren, your kids, my kids, you and I. That's the defense. Instead of spending $775 billion as we are this year on, on the military, if we spent half of that and the other half on, on, on things like the things that are going to kill us, we'd cure cancer and heart disease and other things real quickly. So it's outrageous. And, and we just don't spend our money right, you know? And then we well, cut boy, taxes. We both agree. No, and, and also, the issue we, with exception to defense. Also, we, also we, we complain about, about our deficits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but uh, sadly, the Republicans have this view that tax cuts for the rich help the country. And it, they don't. Does it, what, what, what do you call it? Um, what is it called? Um, Trickle-down economics doesn't work. They say if you give more money to the wealthy, you'll get more jobs and more investment. And, and it's not true. <clears throat> because we've seen when they had more money than ever and interest rates were zero, they didn't invest in in, uh, in equipment or, or facilities or new jobs because if you're operating at 65% of capacity, it doesn't matter if you get money for free or for without interest. And it doesn't matter if the government cuts your taxes. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, Bill Gates isn't going to spend another, if, if he gets another billion dollars, he isn't going to spend another $50 more. But Morty, can I stop you there with Bill Gates? Because I think he brought up a very important point. Hang on. Bill Gates did transfer, as did Warren Buffett and many other billionaires, more than 50% of his wealth to a trust for the benefit of causes that, like the ones you've outlined. And Bill Gates personally has donated many billions of dollars to medical treatments, to cancer. I'm not, to I'm not critical. I'm not, uh, Brad, so, I'm not critical. So what I, my point is... You missed the point. Yes, I do, I'm not the, the criticizing. I'm not criticizing. I'm not criticizing. But the individuals can be. I'm not criticizing him for the way he spends his money. Yes. No. Yes, but he, he is but giving a lot of the wealthy... I'm talking about the, economic, the impact on the economy. Because if you give it to a poor person to... to those at the bottom ring and the middle class, 
they're going to spend all of it 100%. They're even going to borrow if they could. So that's the way to help the economy and create more demand. If you get more demand, I remember when interest but rates... through debt and borrowing. When, when interest yeah, rates were... Let me tell you something. When interest rates were 18%... And, remember that? And, and, the, and demand was great. 1981. Companies borrowed money because they could make money on, based on the demand. That's the only thing that creates jobs. Twice now, twice, the government has allowed the, all these companies that have, have evaded taxes. They didn't, uh, they didn't uh, break the law. They allow them to have uh, corporate headquarters in, in, in tax-free zones like uh, the Bahamas, or the Isle of Man. Or, or, Island, or, or like Apple has. Apple and all its pharmaceuticals had a zero tax overseas. in Ireland. Let me give you a good example. Apple, Apple had billions of dollars hoarded, stored away in Ireland. Taxes. You pay your taxes. No, so you know, the, wait, you're not in the United States. Maybe it's not illegal, but it was definitely. It's cheating. It's dishonest. It's, it's, it's manipulative because what they did was, I don't know if you're familiar with this, they took all their intellectual property yeah, and they, they, sold it, they sold it, they didn't transfer it, they sold it to a subsidiary in Ireland. And they paid and they, a royalty equal to all their profits, Morty. I understand the game. Almost. I understand the game. Yeah, yes. no, but, but the point is that they said the average employee for Apple in the United States was producing about $400,000 a year in revenues. I'm not giving mm -hmm. the exact number, but it was something in, the, in that magnitude. Okay. The, av the average employee of Apple in, in Ireland was produ producing five and a half million. Why? Because yeah. they had very few employees and they were just paying for intellectual property. And they right. built billions and billions of dollars. So, you know, they did it once. I don't know if it was under Bush the father or... I don't think it was under Reagan. I think it was Bush the father. Bush mm -hmm. W.W. Bush so, 1. Bush 1. Bush 1, yeah. So, they said, if you let us bring back the money at some a better rate, we will, we will create jobs and we will build facilities and we'll hire employees. So, they... They bought in, the government bought into that. They let them bring back tens of billions of dollars at 10% taxes when the taxes that they earned it uh, at the time they earned it was 36.5%. At the right. time they earned it. So they had a big savings. Well, when they brought back the money, at least if they kept their promise, that would have been great. But they were operating at 65, 70% of capacity. There's no reason to hire more employees or to, or to build more equipment. So you know what they did with the money? They, they bought in their shares and they increased their dividends and they took care of their shareholders. Right. That, wasn't, that, was, that's, that wasn't what they promised, but they did that anyway. And in recent years, maybe three years ago, they did it a second time. They reduced it to 10% and they brought back billions. So the average little guy can't take advantage of any of these laws. They can't hire the accounts, the expert, the tax experts, like the wealthy could. Even Warren Buffett said, I've repeated this a number of times, he said it's, he doesn't think it's right.
for him to have a lower tax rate than his secretary. Because they, right. they know how to use their money. They put in municipal bonds. They, they, they do things that are tax-free. Uh, uh, Trump never paid tax because that's the most amazing thing of all. Uh, you depreciate your, your property. Real estate. Real, yeah, real estate. Depreciate. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the biggest joke because the, he pays $10 million to build it, right? He depreciates it. Ten million dollars. He writes all, all of it off, and meanwhile, at the time that it it's, it's it finally paid off the debt and everything, it's worth fifty million dollars. So why right. why are they giving him a depreciation? It's outrageous. The oil company the same thing. They could invest ten million dollars in a well, and they write every time they take oil out of the ground, they take a depletion allowance much more than they have invested. They could depreciate many times what they invested. So the rich know how to take care of themselves. They take care of congressmen. And that's wrong. That's, that's not the way that it should be done. And in the Good end... Morning, they, may I make a suggestion? Wait, let me just give you the punchline. In the Please. end, who suffers the most at the end? Who suffered the most at the, uh, at the, French, at the French the Revolution? No. Who suffered the most at the French Revolution? Well, the queen, she got her head... The poor got nothing to lose. They can't take anything that they don't have. They, they took the heads of the... Aristocracy. The aristocracy. And they took their money. So the ones that have the most vested interest in seeing that everybody's satisfied, happy, not resentful, that there isn't this enormous inequality. So when Trump gives a, 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 almost a $2 billion... A, Two trillion dollar tax cut to the wealthy, and about eighty percent goes to the wealthiest segment of its economy. Doesn't help the economy. Yeah, you know what? What they always said, the Laffer did on a. It's famous. He did it on a napkin. Arthur, Arthur Laffer, yes. Yeah, it's a, the reason his name is Laffer is it's a Laffer. It's a effing joke. <laughs> that that he says if you cut taxes, the government gets more revenues. You know, you know how he proves that? Right after they cut taxes, the first year that happens, because people who didn't sell their shares for years built up large capital gains, the minute they cut the taxes, they don't know how long that cut is, that lower tax is going to exist. So they immediately they sell take, their profits. Them, take the they gains take profits and, the and they get a big jump. But after that, it goes, the revenue, tax revenues goes down, and that's the biggest cause of deficits. Not what we spend, it's what we don't, the revenues we don't take in. So Morty, my suggestion is this. Number one, I, first, I agree with you again that government, why, why I don't like government involved in our lives is because they make the most idiotic decisions known to mankind. Uh, you outlined one of them saying, okay, you can now take back all your money and we'll charge you 10% instead of 39% in taxes. And as you correctly stated, most of that money wasn't used for the purpose it was intended. If the government's to make a policy, it can't just be a broad-based, I'm going to give you a, a discount and drop in taxes. It should be directed specifically, and I would like to suggest, to solving a bigger problem that will benefit the economy and create jobs. And I specifically will tell you, they should have required this money to be designated to bringing back manufacturing from China to the United States. All these companies that you talked about have operations in China, whether they have tens of thousands of employees in China, whether they have manufacturing facilities in the case of Apple, 
They're making the Apple iPhones all in China. Bring all those jobs, bring all that manufacturing back to the United States. And Morty, after you took me public, we had a factory in Shenzhen, which is in the, the, the free trade zone between Hong Kong and China. After years of having quality control problems, failures, the Chinese stealing our technology and copying it, selling it in the middle of the night across the street from us, we shut down our factory in Shenzhen. We moved all our manufacturing operations back to the United States. Well, you know why we were able to do it cost effectively and better than having it made in China? We invested in factory automation. We bought machines from Siemens, from Nokia, pick and place robotic technology. We made everything from our own circuit boards to our own housings, injection molded, to cabling our own fiber optics using a planetary cabler. We bought all those machines. And you know what? With U.S. labor and an investment in factory automation, we made better products than the Chinese, we made them more cost-effective, and we didn't have to wait six weeks on the water to have our shipments shipped over the ocean. We had it made right there in our factory. Our turnaround times and our response times from the day we got the order to the day we shipped increased by 400%. So what I'm saying to you is I would like the government to stay the hell out of private industry's way completely. You and I disagree on that. But if it has to intervene, at least have sane policies where you say, okay, we're going to give you this tax discount, but you have to move your manufacturing operations back from China. No, we don't do that. We, we don't That's move. what we need to do. We don't do but that. We need yeah. to do that, Morty. No, we need to do we, that. You're against that because you want free enterprise. You don't want the government to dictate what what companies... Well, at best, no, I don't. But they if don't. they are going to, at least no, but make they a don't. They don't. They, they won't do it. Why do you think they didn't do it? They could have done it. That would have been Why? the right thing to do. Why, Morty? Because they, they scream it's free enterprise. You, you don't tell companies what to do. And we, no, we but we're gonna, offering them a tax We said we're going to do it. We do that. And we found that it wasn't the right thing to do. That's but if it. the government's making them a deal, Morty, there's one thing, you that, the deal there's one to thing that you're saying that's, that's uh, misleading. You're saying the government. The government is people, and mostly it's politicians. So it's not the government, it's not some vague uh, uh, entity. It, there's no such thing. It's well, a let's replace of, the word politicians it's, for it's, more. It's, it's, no, our country it, today are a bunch it, of morons. It's the ones, <laughs> it's legal bribery. That's what we have. We don't have a democracy, we have legal bribery. Agreed, you, I you, agree. You know, they passed the law Run a few by years. a bunch of corrupt they, idiots. They passed the law. The Supreme, the, one, Morty. <laughs> the Supreme the Supreme Court passed the law some years ago that uh, corporations are like people and they should have a right to contribute as much as and people incidentally don't have the right to contribute as much as they want. People Why not? Will Why limit not, Because they were limited to how much they could contribute, twenty one hundred to, for each one oh, for political donations yes right. okay Go ahead. and right. and, and they, they allowed for well, charity because no. you and i have both donated millions no. of dollars you, in you could give as much as you want nobody limited my ch contributions to charity or yours i know that for sure right good so it's 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 outrageous you know that the the laws aren't made to make the country better it's to make the rich happier and they're paying the, their way. It's, it's, they call it do, do, the donors, you know, uh, yeah. contributions, uh, political contribution. It's, it's legalized 
Bribery. Yeah, and Agreed. it's outrageous. Agreed. So don't say the government. The, the, the output is what, what happens is what the congressmen and the senators and the president too all do. And, and they say, follow the money. You'll see how this, we spend the money. That shows you, you know, so. So what would you do about this $31 trillion deficit that we have? Our grandchildren are going to inherit a quarter million dollars of debt. I'd raise, I'd raise, a, ta I'd raise the taxes on the wealthy dramatically. Why? Mm -hmm. I, I'm writing a book now. I'll, yeah, it'll be a surprise. To Another everybody. one, Morty. I yeah. read your others. <laughs> no, it'll surprise everybody that the times we, we had the greatest growth of the GDP and, and the best economies when the marginal rate was the highest. And the time we had the worst uh, economies was when it was the lowest. That's, that's counterintuitive. And also it shows that the-, so the Why is that, Morty? Why I, is that? It, I don't know. It, it's not, I don't know if it's, you can even say it's directly, uh, you know, cause and effect, but it just so happens that that's true. And, and the, the other thing was, that we showed uh, that the the lowest rung, rung of people, if you add up all the percentage of taxes that they pay on their income, including sales tax and all the little taxes. Property tax, everything, yeah. Income tax, yeah. They pay, they pay either the same percentage or even a larger percentage than the wealthiest. Isn't that unbelievable? Well, most of what I've seen published in the Wall Street Journal, Marty, is that the top 10% of the income earners pay close to 80 to 90% of all taxes. So I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah, they, may, they may pay 80% to 90%, but they make 90% uh, of the, of the, uh, the top 10% make about 90% of all of the, the income. Of all income. The income. And the it's bottom fifty percent make ten percent, and there's correct. The, That's the, those the, are the numbers, numbers I've read. In the no, and the numbers of people in the top ten percent is uh, I don't know, maybe a couple of million, right? Well, I I think the study was that ultra high net worth individuals are defined by people who have assets of thirty million or above. Right. Okay, and that represents less than. 1% of the U.S. population, something like one-third of 1% 1 of the U.S. population, and less than one-hundredth of a percent of the world's population. So, uh, you know... Forget about the, the world's population. The United yeah. States. Yeah, yeah. The United what States. Percent, yeah. What percent of the, of the United States? Less than 1% is... Uh, of one-third of 1% 1 of the population is... And, wh and what percent... ultra-high net worth individuals that's defined as 30 million or more. Yeah. And what, I don't know that number. I'd be interested in knowing. I don't know if you know it. What percentage of the wealth do they control, of the total wealth in the United States? Uh, it, uh, a very disproportionate amount, probably something closer to the top 1% owns probably closer to 50% of all the assets. And Leonard could look that up on his iPhone right now and tell us both if that's look, accurate. Look up what the 10%, yeah. the top 10%. Yeah. What do they control? It's it's completely disproportionate. I agree, more. No, it's not even disproportionate. The inequality is so enormous. It's it's like in France, 
before the revolution. Right, but more inequality. You remember is, what? You remember what uh, the famous uh, prime minister of England said, uh, uh, Winston Churchill. He said that if that socialism and communism is not the answer, because the only great uh, great advantage of socialism is the equal distribution of misery. Did so, you did you hear me advocate socialism or communism? No, but I would tell you that if all we do is, I don't think the solution is solely done from taxing the rich. I don't think the solution is solely done to trying to give everybody uh, a, a participation trophy. And what are the what is it more can, and what is it the top is ten it? the top ten percent have seventy percent not of the wealth of That's the assets than what you said not of the assets, assets. of the seventy yeah, percent correct that sounds wealth, right wealth, yeah. not the wealth. I knew it was more than fifty what what do they have of the income what percentage of the income that does the top ten percent have. Hold on, we're getting it from my producer. He's terrific. Yeah, while, while your producer's doing that, Churchill said capitalism may be in the unequal distribution of wealth, but socialism is the equal distribution of misery. <laughs> so we can't head towards I socialism, it, Morty. That's I don't worse. Think it's true, I think that those words, socialism, communism, and capitalism, right. are, are misleading. We should take the best ideas from each uh, uh, philosophy uh, and, and use it. It's one thing to be a philosophy. There's another thing for reality and practice. And well, reality, reality and practice, my, my family and your family fled communism and socialism. We left Russia. We left Poland, Romania, a Czech Republic. These, these, these nations were destroyed. My family, my family didn't leave a communism and socialism. They Where lived, they come from, Morty? Anti, Where they, anti, come from? they left because of anti-Semitism. They were, they were, they were be, be getting beaten Which up. State-sponsored pre prejudice in Russia. They had, had the pogroms. But nothing to do with the, with the capitalism, communism. Has everything to do with socialism and communism which preached atheism and attacked religions, of all religions. They not only attacked the Jewish villages like mine and yours, they attacked, they attacked the Christians for preaching their Nazi, faith. Nazis, they, the Nazis uh, attacked communism more than anybody. It's not the totalitarian. Remember what the Nazi party It's not the names. It's not the National names. Remember, socialist workers remember, party. Remember, what, the remember party. What, what Churchill said? He said it's, it, uh, capitalism is the worst form of government, right? Except as compared to all the rest. Okay. Did you fall well, asleep? Well, I can tell you right now, the Nazi party was called the National Socialist Workers Party. The Union of the Soviet Soviet Republics murdered our people and burned our villages. So there you go. It's unrelated to to their the economic philosophy. I don't know what 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 that has. Got. It's not just an economic China, philosophy. China, China, China today is called China is called the communist. It's called the Communist Party. The commun it's communism. It's the furthest thing from communism. There's more rich people in China than there is anywhere in the world. That's it, you know the words. It, it's in, pejorative. About China? Yeah, more. No, rich we people. still have more billionaires in the United States than they have in China. It's published in Forbes, without question. But China is catching up, and if we don't clean up our act, Morty, 
we're not going to have a country anymore, and we'll probably have a Chinese flag flying over the capital. So we, we have, we we may have more, but it's a newer society. It's come from nowhere. It's it's second in the world, and and it's developing billionaires. We've had it for years, and they just started, and they got a great number of very wealthy people. So we educated China. We no, gave them not, all no, the tools call, they needed to be wealthy. But to call them communists, uh, Karl Marx would turn over on his grave in his grave. <laughs> he melts his time. There's no there's no equality of uh, you know. It's not from the neediest to. Anyway. Would you agree that 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 China uh, is it terribly dictates to its people and has no the people in China don't have any of the freedoms? Look what they did to the people in Hong Kong when they tried to protest after the Chinese government took over. They massive arrests, massive beatings, and in many cases murdered many of the leaders of of the uh, who are advocating freedom. Look what they did. In, in Hong Kong, look what they're doing in the Uyghurs, the Muslim Uyghurs. They're herding them into concentration camps, and their organs and selling them on the world market. Look at what we look at. Look at what we did when we started out as a country. What what we did to the Indians. I remember as a kid, we rooted for the cowboys to kill the Indians. The Indians were the major enemy. I never knew that that the Indians were were, were being abused and that it was their country before ours. So we did. And then in the Civil War, we we killed the, more people than in, in any other war since. Any yeah. people. Americans were fighting Americans. It was a was a great tragedy, no question. But I would not advocate that China is a success. I would advocate that China is a dictatorship. It is a tyrannical regime. It's our enemy, and we should act accordingly. That's the top one percent. Give me the top ten percent of the. Uh, that's an interesting statistic. You know the Chinese have a saying: "We're living in very interesting times." The upcoming election is every day. It's on every every cable news, whether it's mm-hmm. Fox or it's MSNBC or CNN or there's a number of others. So it's very exciting, it's very interesting, and uh, each, each party, Republican Party and the Democratic Party, the strongest issue going for them is the other party's candidate. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the, the top 10% of Americans receive 40% of total income. 47. Yes. 47%. The bottom, the bottom 50% receive 3%. Can you imagine yep. that? The top 10% in terms of numbers, you're talking about the bottom 50% is probably at 200 million or something. And the top 10% is probably maybe 10 million the most. So 10 million get 47%. And and two hundred million get three percent. So we 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 don't want communism, but we should arrange for people that work full time get decent salaries. I agree with that. And Morty, as you know, in my company, after you took us public, I gave stock options to every one of my employees. 
We had factory workers on our floor worth half a million dollars in stock within about a year after we went public. They came well, to work on weekends. You're a, you're a role model. You're a role model. And likewise, I could tell you in Max King Realty, my, we give out huge bonuses every year, some cases as much as 30% of their overall salary based on our company's growth and profitability. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, that drives the incentive of the employees to work hard and to help the company. It's win-win on both sides. Right. Why some of these companies are not doing this, I can't answer you, Morty, but I can tell you in our company. Oh, right. tell, my producer, tell my producer yes. the address where I send my resume. I want to go to work <laughs> get a job. Morty, you're always company. welcome to come to my ranch. I'll take you <laughs> snowmobiling, snow skiing. No, I want to know. at my range. I want, more, I want one of the jobs where you pay the, the, the bonus. Leonard. I'm, you got this on the air. It's my guarantee. You get Morty to agree to the week he'll fly out of here. I'll buy him a first-class ticket, fly him to Denver. I'll pick him up. I'll drive him at my Range Rover, my ranch. He'll be shooting my guns. He'll be uh, watching the elk and the, the, the mountain lions and the bears walk across my backyard. We'll it's have a great time. It's such I'll a great time. I'll pay for to tell my producer, you know why he wants to do all that for me? Because here we just argue, and he abuses me and beats me up. If he could get me out there, he could. He just said he got a gun, and we'll, we'll go shooting together. I'll, I'll, never, I'll never survive the visit. Oh, you'll do great, Morty. You'll do great. Besides, all my all my Latin girlfriends will love you, Morty. They'll they can't stop hugging you. Okay. My only concern is they're gonna want you more than me. That's all I can tell you. You don't have to worry. They'll kill me the first night at my stage of life. Where, where, where were you offering me when, when I really needed them, when I didn't know how to get them? Well, you, you remember a certain gift, but, you know, we won't talk about that, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I almost, yeah, I remember. I almost got closed down. I almost, I almost got closed down. Anyway, there, there's one last thing that we had on the thing. Please, how, do you feel, how do you feel about the ESG, you know what ESG is? Why don't you bring me up to date? It's, it's, it's called Environmental, Social, and Governance. Not government, governance. Uh, climate Change Initiative. That's one, that's one of the uh, items. I think yeah. it's the biggest bunch of bullshit ever developed in the history of mankind. They've been threatening that the world's coming to an end since I was a little kid. I remember when I was seven years old, they told me I wouldn't live to see my bar mitzvah. I wouldn't make it to 13. Then I was 13. I would never make it through college. The world would come to the end. Morty, if that you never go happened. into this you're, climate you're change chaos, you're making that I up. I just tell you, it's you're the biggest bunch up. of bullshit. You're, make, you're, making, you're making that up. When I was a kid, and you, you were yeah. a kid, even I was yeah. a kid before you, Yeah. there was every day when I got up, there was smoke in the air for coming from chimneys of industrial companies. There was, right. there was a, a, what do you call it, a black smoke. It, during the summer, I was very poor. So I took my three kids. We lived on the first floor in an apartment house. So I took them out right. on a fire escape. Downstairs was a bus stop. So every time that we were on a fire escape, a bus stopped there. The fumes came up, and it was killing us, black fumes. So mm -hmm. they, it wasn't like it is today. Today... I don't know how you could, legitimate scientists, all of the major scientists, uh, I recognize how dangerous it is to the world. 
and and you're saying it doesn't exist when when we're breaking records every day for for heat, for tornadoes, for for hurricanes. I don't know. Recommending the stupidest how, 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 how could you? Wind be? and solar doesn't produce more than six percent of our needs, Morty. And they're no, that's the, and they're trying that's to the that's Absolutely. a tragedy. That's a tragedy, because they they stop it. You know, they you know they, even the the, 40, the even the cars are a fallacy. It costs more in carbon footprint to produce the electric car batteries with all the lithium and cobalt that has to be mined. You make you make up your own you make up your own numbers. You make up your own science. None of that is true. <laughs> None of that is true. And let me tell you, even if it was ridiculous, I would yes. rather spend money on that to ensure that my kids have a decent life than take the risk that it really does happen and, and there's no life for them. And the, Your kids are not going to have a decent life. It's an existential issue. It, it, it really threatens our ability to... Wrong policies and wrong solutions, Marty. I don't support them. Wrong policies and wrong solutions. And your kids are not going to be benefiting by the world mining more cobalt and lithium. It's a caustic, dangerous issue where I'm diametrically violent at the other end from you and all the Republicans. They deny reality. They deny the scientists. You know, and the Democrats they, create their own reality. They call it narratives. They create new reality. No, I would what, what, what about the what about the scientists? The the, the the recognized, illustrious, most most recognized scientists. I don't make it up. You know, you remind me. Well, Biden and, and Biden. Remind, and, uh, I'll show you. I'll show you the I'll show you the nature of American greed. Do you remember the t tobacco companies? Yes. They brought on scientists over the years regularly that uh, cigarettes don't do any damage. As a matter of fact, they're helpful to, to extending life. What do you think the Democrats are doing now with marijuana? They're saying marijuana is the cure for everything. It's like cigarettes. It's smoking. It's bringing, uh, bringing pollution into your lungs. So the not, Democrats I'm are doing not, the same thing I'm with not, marijuana I'm not, I'm that the cigarette companies did years I, ago. I'm it's not getting. I don't know the facts of marijuana, but let me show you what greed does. Poison. Let me poison. show you what greed does. The presidents of all the tobacco companies went and testified before Congress. They should all be in jail. At the I very agree with that. They no, should lock up all the tobacco. Wait, at at the very show, show you what greed is. What Please. what Please. we become as a nation. That money is more important than anything. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. It's life, liberty, and pursuit of more greater growth of the uh, revenues of gross domestic product, and uh, and what Milton Friedman, the greatest growth of profits. The ver at the very time they were arguing about it, their own kids were smoking cigarettes. And they and they were, were advocated because they don't know money is more important. It's disgraceful. Than it's disgraceful, Morty. I agree. No such. I don't smoke. I've never smoked. My kids don't smoke. I think tobacco and any type of burning uh, leaves that you inhale and bring in your lungs is totally destructive to your health. And I agree with you. All those executives who push that poison on our kids should be sent to jail. They're no different 
and the Chinese and the Mexicans are bringing fentanyl across our borders, painted to be colored candy that are killing tens of thousands of our children. Yeah, and but by we, the way, Morty, we have to stop the I demand. We have to Agreed. stop the demand. We, we encourage. If you create demand, there'll always be supply. That's the problem. We've become a permissive society. Everything's okay. If you're a boy, you want to become a girl, go ahead. If you're a girl, you want to become a boy, you want to take drugs, it's legal now. Marijuana is legal. If the country doesn't have demand, they don't have drugs. If they don't have money, they don't bring a lot of drugs there. We have a lot of money, so we our kids are dying from drugs. It's demand. It's demand. But let me finish, because uh, we're, we're at the end of our time. The government's allowing it. I just want to say... I have tre tremendous admiration for you, tremendous, tremendous uh, respect for you, for your wisdom and everything. And uh, really, I value your, your wisdom and, and your values overwhelmingly because, uh, uh, you know, on balance, you're very, very great. If all the people in this world were like you in the United States, it would be a far better country. You well, you left out one thing, Morty, a little crazy, too. I'm a little crazy. Okay? Well, At least I admit it. Crazy, now, because I'm wealthy, crazy, I'll say I'm eccentric. <laughs> crazy in the right way. But you're bright enough, and if you spent the time, you would absolutely learn and, and accept the fact that global warming, warming and, and uh, climate change is, is the most dangerous thing we've ever experienced. The... the, the Ice in in, Alaska, in, in uh, the Arctic is disappearing. The, what do you call it? They said, what, what do they say uh, about icebergs? They say it's the show top, the tip, tip of the iceberg. Mm -hmm. They say our kids in a in, uh, hundred years, they'll say, what's an iceberg? They won't, they won't know what an iceberg is because they're disappearing. In effect. So the, 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 the rivers in this country are declining dramatically. The weather, the fires in, in California and throughout the states are worse than ever before, including in Texas. It's outrageous. And it's all from fossil fuels and all of that. We get, and you're right. It's only a small percentage that's now covered by, by alternative uh, energy. Uh, you know, we got to move faster on that. We should take the same approach with, with that as we took with the beating the Russians to the, to the moon, where we spent everything, there was no limit, no holdback, every university got money, MIT, Harvard, till this day, they're beneficiaries of that funding. Well, we disagree on climate change, Morty, but I would tell you the bigger issue is that the policies and the products that the government is advocating, such as electric cars, such as windmills and solar, create and require the use of the most caustic chemicals and minerals out there. Cancer-causing agents like cobalt, cadmium, lithium. And I could tell you that there's about, not enough supply on this planet to make... How about the toxicity? Energy. How about the toxicity from oil and coal and all of that? Morty, it, it's no, no question if we all went to nuclear, we would eliminate all of that stuff. I can't I believe, agree. I agree. If you went I to do nuclear, not believe the current solutions being pushed down our throat I'm sorry. will solve the problem. I'm I really sorry. do believe that nuclear energy or when cold fusion becomes uh, possible, 
That's the answer, not what our government's shoving down our throats. It's a sorry. terrible waste of our time. I think you've been brainwashed to your, <laughs> to your detriment and to, <laughs> to the detriment of your kids and your grandkids. Anyway, God bless you. I love you. You always I love, love you too, Marty. Make for a great show, <laughs> and you always raise my blood pressure. So I know that <laughs> I know that people have to love it. Thank Leonard, you. Leonard, get me the date. I'll, I'll fly call. Morty out first class to Denver. I'm not going. I'm not going. He has guns. Morty, we'll find out how brainwashed I'm I really am. I'm not okay. going. You have guns. At least this way, I'm I'm safe. <laughs> Be well. Have a great year. Love you, Morty. Have, great, great have a great every day. And to all my audience, have a great week. Every day of your life should be better than the day before. Your life should be full of good health, outstanding success in anything that you pursue, and truly inspirational, genuine happiness for you and all your loved ones. God bless you. Amen. Have a great week.